Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. There's an essential member of every team that hopes to enjoy long-term productivity. That team member is the peacemaker. The peacemaker plays an indispensable role in the success of every family, every church, every school, and every company. Sadly, the peacemaker is greatly undervalued. One reason the peacemaker is undervalued is that he's misunderstood. When many people hear peacemaker, they picture a weak, namby-pamby pushover. But a scriptural peacemaker is exactly the opposite. A scriptural peacemaker is strong and secure, and he confidently stands his ground. He doesn't back down. The word peacemaker is used only once in the Bible, Matthew 5, 9, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. The word peace, however, is used far more frequently in the Bible than you might expect. Of all the words listed among the fruit of the Spirit, for example, the word peace is used throughout the Bible far more than any of the others, far more than love or joy or faith. And though most people, even though most believers, don't think as highly as they ought to of the presence of peace in their lives, God talks about it quite a bit throughout His Word. Don't confuse the peacemaker with the pacifist. The pacifist wants to avoid conflict. The peacemaker strives to overcome conflict. The pacifist hides from the troublemaker. The peacemaker defeats the troublemaker. The pacifist is a weak and fearful compromiser. The peacemaker is a bold and confident strife destroyer. The opposite of the peacemaker is the discord sower. Proverbs 6.19 says that God hates the person who sows discord among brethren. The discord sower is an abomination to God. Sowing discord means that two people are getting along well, but then the discord sower steps in and suddenly those two people are fighting. The peacemaker is precisely the opposite. Two people are fighting and the peacemaker teaches them how to get along. Of course, there can only be so much peace between two people who aren't like-minded. And that's why Romans 12:18 says, if it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. But if any two people ought to be able to find a level of peace between them, it ought to be two people who love and serve Jesus. True peace only comes from God. As much as the people of this world talk about peace, they don't really know what peace is. Jesus said in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. He said in John 16, 33, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. True peace only comes through Jesus Christ. Every child of God ought to want to be a peacemaker. And every child of God ought to strive to be a peacemaker. Believers ought to work constantly to bring peace to their marriages, to their homes, to their churches, to their schools to their workplaces. It's not easy. The challenge never ends, and we'll never enjoy a perfect environment of peace in this sin-cursed world. But we can certainly achieve a higher level of peace with other people than what we settle for. If you want to learn to bring peace to your marriage, 
to your home, to your church, to your workplace, to your circle of friends. The most important element is that you have peace yourself. You'll never succeed at achieving peace around you until you possess peace within. God makes many promises to us about how to have peace within. One of God's promises regarding peace is found in Isaiah 26.3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Perfect peace is available to believers who will keep their minds stayed on God. Focusing on God shows God that you're trusting in him. And God blesses your trust in him by keeping you in his perfect peace. Here's another promise about peace. Psalm 119, 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. If you fill your mind and heart with the word of God, that means memorization and meditation. You will enjoy a love for God's word like you've never known. And as a result, God will give you a peace so great that nothing can offend you. Nothing can get you off track. God promises peace to the person who takes everything to him in prayer. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It takes effort and focus to take everything to God in prayer. But it's certainly worth the effort when God rewards you with his peace. God also promises that the spirit-filled believer will have his peace. Galatians 5.22 The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. The pursuit of God's peace is an intense daily effort. But when you have God's peace within, it will inevitably overflow into every facet of your life. When you have God's peace within, you can't help but be a peacemaker. Christian, all of the people you interact with desperately need you to be filled with the peace of God, which will make you a peacemaker. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.